Thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of the Story Station podcast. I'm Kay McCoy, your host, and today we have a bit of a takeover situation with the Lunchtime Chronicles. So I'm going to let each author here introduce themselves, and we may get a few other authors jump in. We don't know yet, but what we do know is that we're going to get all the tea for all of y'all that have read Lunchtime Chronicles, especially season five, because that's that's what we're here for. So I'm going to let y'all decide who goes first. <laughs> Imani, get in there. <laughs> she just threw her in there like, oh. So Imani J here, uh, romance, steamy romance um, writer. I should say diverse romance. Because uh, my girls are always, always, always of African descent. Now the guys are from all over the world, and uh, sometimes they're not even human. But you know, uh, here for the steam, the fun, the romance, nice, sweet, um, light stories, nothing too heavy. You know, just um, trying to entertain people, give them some escape, something you know to fill up. So yeah, that's me. Okay, okay. Now I'm real curious about you. Okay, I got questions. And next. <laughs> oh, oh, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. She's looking around like, wait, did somebody else come in? No player. <laughs> um, so I am a male black. I am, how do I put this? I'm a little southern girl from Virginia originally. Um, I live in North Carolina now. Um, I have a little boy. And his daddy is in one of the other rooms. And I have told him, please make sure I can't hear him. I can hear him. He's in there playing video games. So I do apologize if y'all can hear him. Um, <laughs> so, um, let's see. I have um, a bachelor's in English and communication studies. And then so, you know, years have rolled by. And I've been writing since I was in fourth grade. And I guess the best way to describe my writing style is just romance I guess um I've recently well, I'll say maybe for like the last two years I've been writing mafia so I really love that I really love the the darker elements kind of almost like the opposite of Imani she's like <laughs> and I'm more like mm -mm, bang bang shoot him with the gun something like I like that dark that that exciting like that BDSM like tire up like all that I like I like those type of elements and I like to put that into into my work so I think that is okay. Precision. <laughs> you know my girls get tied up, so please. I, mean, I like light, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, I like, I'm gonna go dark. So <laughs> either way, we are here for it. I cannot tell you enough how excited I am to get into both of y'all reads. But before we dive into anything like with Lunchtime Chronicles, I, I love first of all representation. Okay, Mafia Romance, we got Sweet, Steamy, both of y'all tying up people. We will <laughs> definitely talk about that. Um, <laughs> so before you uh, decided to, to collaborate with Sierra London for Lunchtime Chronicles, had either of you been published before? I think one of you has, because I, I checked out your profiles. I didn't want to go snooping, snooping, but I did do a slight deep dive but I can't remember who it was. So what was your, your publishing history like before the Lunchtime Chronicles? Um, I'll go first. Um, yeah. I, God, I got 
I start, I've been indie published the entire time. Like I've just, it's just been me. So one man show, one band, one sound. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I started, I published my first, my first like small kind of, I guess you could call it like a novella, you know, it's real, real short. I published it in 2000, I don't want to say 2013. Y'all, I thought I was going to be rich. I'm not even going to lie. I thought I was going to be rich. And then, you know, I like fell off. It didn't do what I thought it was going to do because I didn't know anything. I had, I didn't have any guidance. I hadn't done any research. I wrote something and threw it up on, on Kindle and that was like in 2013. Yeah. And I think when I went, go back and look, I made one read saying, I'm not even kidding. I'm not. Like, I'm not lying to you. Like, literally, I made a penny off of it. And again, I didn't know anything, didn't know any better. So I say about 2013, I started, but yeah, I really, really got into it. I'll say maybe 2000, let's say maybe 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. And I owe a lot of the advice I got. Lord, I'm going to drop his name. Don't know why. Don't, he already got a big head, so don't y'all go telling him. But somebody going to listen and be like, oh, she name dropped you. Juan Mills. Oh my God. I like I talked to him on the phone and he really gave me a lot of advice because he's like, your covers. He was like, they okay, but they not great. So he gave, he actually steered me and gave me a lot of advice on like what to do. Um, but I've been indie the whole time. Um everything I do is self-funded. Like I have made a lot of covers. I paid people to do covers, but everything has just been me. So that's kind of been like I love life. that beginning. You're like, I thought I was gonna be rich. I was like, tell me you a baby indie author without telling me you're a baby indie author. You put that first story up and you like, yeah. No. <laughs> One cent. <laughs> One cent. Well, you know what? Now you in it and you really you coming into your own, and that's the goal. That's always the goal. So yeah. Next up, <laughs> Imani, you kind of quiet. 2014, though, I was one year late compared to you, Amaya. I published this novella and I, you know, same. I was like, this story is beautiful. It's amazing. Everyone's going to love it. And maybe five people read it and the reviews were horrible. So, uh, end of 2019, like, there's this story that kept coming in my head. You know, like you see something in a movie, you read a book, and it just triggers your imagination. And I was like, I'm going to try. And I put it uh, to paper, shared it in the Facebook group I was in. Like, this is a group. It's a Christian Ashley fans readers group. And the girls were so encouraging. It's pretty good. Try. And, and I put it out. And that story is still out there, you know, making money. And, you know, it's short. But it, it's, I think it's the first story where I kind of found my voice. Mm-hmm. where the characters resembled what I write, you know, the universe where my stories evolved. So, yeah, so that's how I started. And end of 2019, and here we are a couple years later, See. joining Lentime Chronicles, mind blown. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you were actually able to put your stuff out that early into a group. So now that you guys are in the Lunchtime Chronicles, let's talk about your stories. I'll let y'all decide who's going to go first, because either way, people are going to read them. Because in case y'all haven't noticed, the Lunchtime Chronicles has a following. So let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. I want to know. I want to hear from you what, what you think of your story. Like a quick, I guess you could say like a quick synopsis. 
or a quick tagline of your story, or you can give me give me the rundown. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> so you want like a quick synopsis? Um, when I was kind of deciding what I was gonna write, um, do you have at some point kind of like plans of maybe doing like another pen name? And so I've been kind of wanting to do some like new adult, young A, maybe um, bully romance. And like you said, everything isn't for everybody. So I decided I was going to kind of like try that out. Mm -hmm. And just, I kind of gave hints and elements of that in um, my Dirty Mojito story, mm -hmm. which is two weeks away. I think I did it, actually I did a count. It's like 11 days away. So I'm really, really, really nervous about yeah. this book. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm like this all the time, like, my nerves don't go away until maybe like three weeks later so I'm I've been nervous the entire time like there have been some tears for me with this book um but just to kind of summer summarize I guess uh Dirty Mojito it's uh basically a girl lets her her ex high school bully now that they're grown do some grown man things to her so um and, you know, they wind up basically, you know, finding love and, um, you know, it's, it's kind of an unexpected love because they, they hated each other, but there's, you know, there's a little bit of backstory there, but they hated each other. And then, you know, some secrets kind of come out to play. I mean, cause you gotta have some extra drama on top yeah. of them hating each other. They're enemies, it's enemies to lovers. Um, but you've got some secrets kind of coming back from both of their past that kind of haunts them and everything clashes and makes makes a story so yeah I'm excited because like you said that dark romance you like writing that and you even went further instead of just stopping at dark romance or which is already like a subgenre you're like I'm gonna go even further and I'm gonna make it a bully <laughs> enemies to lovers like how was that how did that even come mm -hmm. about is this something you've always kind of wanted to experiment with or you're just coming up with ideas I'm like okay bet I got these two characters and you just started writing <laughs> Um, well, the, okay, so honestly, and I actually, and I told her this too, and I, I don't know if you've interviewed her, um, but another Lunchtime Chronicle author, uh, Posey Parks, mm -hmm. I read, um, Red Moscato, mm -hmm. and Red, uh, Red Moscato, and I was like, can I curse on here? Am I allowed to curse? Oh, God, you can curse. Oh, okay. We grown over like, here. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, bitch. I want to write a sports romance. So it's also a sports romance. Mm -hmm. um, but Enemies to Lovers is like, that's my jam. Like, <laughs> I love when two characters hate each other. I think that's something I write really, really well. Like, so I just kind of was like, sports romance is not the overarching theme, but, mm -hmm. you know, that's his career. He's a professional, professional athlete, he's a professional football player. So it's like, I just kind of want to mesh these elements together and just kind of see what happens. So I wouldn't necessarily say this, like, that this is dark romance, but you kind of get to you hear these hints and see these hints that you know like how the bullying was like I think there's mention of like when they were in eighth grade and this this is a rivalry that's been going on for like years like since the uh, same thing. so it's like a dark ish not right. completely dark but like yeah. there's the whispers and gray it's like kind of mm -hmm. a little gray like they never really got along and she just always had her silver her name silver she always had these reasons for just hating kelton and not to mention like he's big man on campus at this point in her life too you know when they're in high school 
and you know his dad's the you know football coach and you know he's just a golden child and she's <laughs> got to deal with this and then you know just they hate each other so I was like how can I just want to lock these elements in together and just kind of make something really good so I'm really hoping people are gonna yeah. enjoy it and gravitate to it and you know Hopefully it offers it for you. Cause honestly, I think that's one of the first, like as far as the, the Lunchtime Chronicles series, like this is the first for me hearing about the bully romance trip. Like that's a trope. So you you definitely have an audience and I'm I'm really excited to hear the feedback from that. I, I can't wait to read Dirty Morito, to be honest, because when I was reading, like, you know, I was reading the blurbs for each one and I was just like, this is a first for the series. Like I got to dig in. And having that one thing button. Nobody ever wants to be the first. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to do it, be the first. Set the bar. Because, you know, after that, you know, lunch, it could be like season eight, season nine. Somebody else be like, oh, yeah, I read a money story. And I was like, oh, I want to do something like that. And you're going to be like, oh, okay. (laughs) Appreciate it. (laughs) Don't forget, cut the check. (laughs) You say (laughs) all right so next up i want to hear the same thing just you can tell me the blurb or you can tell me the backstory how you came to write your story or you could just share like a quick snippet tagline of your story because i'm really curious about boston sours like first of all the name i was not expecting that name because it kind of sort of has something to do with food but not really so I, I got to hear That's about this. Podcast, the Boston Power. That's another one of those podcasts. But um, I'm going to be boring because I'm not doing some bully or something, you know, first time, lunchtime. I'm doing mafia. And my girl in the story, she actually um, was the mom of a previous character in my book that just came out. Well, this is Amaya. I should say, I was Savage Bloodline, really. Mm-hmm. So this uh, woman, she was married to a drug lord and, um, you know, it ended very badly. The guy went crazy and <laughs> she had to run away and uh, she's been living peacefully, you know, she rebuilt her life and all. And now all of a sudden, threats to her life. So it's not as light as my other books, but, you know, with Mafia, when can you be completely light? And uh, so she is put in the caring hands of uh, a young man. He's younger. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, proximity, surveillance, uh, protection, things happen. So that's my story. He was a little bit on. He sounds like he was hands on with that protection. Just saying. I love how different both of your stories are. You have like this darkish bully romance, and then you got this older woman, younger man. See, this is why people keep coming back to the Chronicles because y'all be giving every y'all be giving all these readers a little bit of something. And I'm just curious, how does that work when you you have to do a collaboration like this? The prep that must go into it because. I, I don't even know how y'all do it. Like, I mean, is it really structured or y'all just kind of free for all? Like, I want the tea. What is it like working with everybody for putting this all together? Because it, it's not easy. And a lot of people think it is, but it's not. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Sierra is on her ish, okay? Like, she got her, like, we got a schedule. Like, everything she's, and she was really good about this. And I don't, because I wasn't in 
season one, so I don't know how that ran, but I can tell as you know, as the seasons have moved, she's gotten, she's really good about having everything structured, like, okay, you can do this, you can do that, but as a collective, like, this is what we need to be doing, like, week by week by week, and this has been going on, Imani, has, how long have we been prepping for this, like, since, had it January? at least six months before the release started, wow, yeah, I would say, would yeah. you say, mm-hmm. I, I I want to say that if we didn't start, I can't even, I don't even know what month we're in. It's just, but it just, I mean, I feel like we I, I think first really. Mm-hmm. 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 It's, it's. So six months. Maybe wow. longer. But yeah. I want, I almost want to say we started, but it can't have been. Mm-hmm. It, can, it can't have been December of last year. I, it just, if it had, if it was and just time has just flown, but it has been, yeah months you've been really really prepping and sticking to a schedule and um you know not just on writing like we have to do we have to uh work on the messy maybe um lunchtime chronicles page and you mm-hmm. know posting daily you know make sure you know we engage with fans and readers and mm-hmm. you know posting celebrity gossip in our books and things like that so Ah, yes, that's right. The the messy Mandy. Now, I know I, I'm a fan. I honestly, I found out about messy Mandy before I realized that it was part <laughs> of the Lunchtime Chronicles. That's how popular she is. So uh, we talked about this before we went uh, live, but as far as prepping to try to keep up with messy Mandy, what was your thought process for that? Especially Amani, because you and I talked about this at first, and I think you and I have almost a similar thought process for what that would have been like. At least you did, because I know I couldn't keep up with her. So what was like that like for y'all to like engage and really see how big Messy Mandy in the Lunchtime Chronicles is with their fa- with the fans? Messy Mandy scares me. That's how, you know, out there and huge and fun and <laughs> just outlandish she is. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's huge uh, shoes to fill. So I'm, I'm still intimidated by her. I have to say, I have to be honest. I don't know about you, Amaya. Um, I have warmed up to her. It was very intimidating in the beginning. Um, you know, you want to get things right, and not not like saying, "Oh, Sierra's like this, like over," you know. But you just you want to impress her. You want to you want to yeah. get things right. Um, I probably got on her nerves because I asked a million questions. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, wait. What day, like, because I just, I don't want to mess anything up. But, you know, now as we've we're gotten into it, we've become, like, more of a well-oiled machine. But them early days, yeah. I was just, like, having nightmares. I was going to forget to post on my day or, you know, just X, Y, Z. Like, my brain was, like, Pfft. but we've become, I think as the months have went on, we've become, like, a well-oiled machine. Yeah, that's dope. Because I, I was thinking about that. I was, like, how do y'all match that energy? Like, that would be my one thing. And it's, like, on some days I'm here and everyone else is just a little bit below. And then other days everyone is like 10 and I'm like, maybe a five, maybe a soft five when it comes to magic energy and vibes and stuff like that. So every time I hear from other authors that have participated in Lunchtime Chronicles, I always have to ask, like, how was that? Because that is, like you said, those are big shoes to fill. So which book and or author are you most excited about or is your favorite from the Lunchtime Chronicles? Um, for me, like I said, it's, it's easy. Uh, this is an easy one. So don't nobody be giving me no side eye. But uh, 
red Moscato. Like that, I mean, it really, it really pulled me in. Um, I have read like a couple others, but I really, really enjoyed that story. It was, for me, it was like some surprise action because I don't know if anybody else is ready, but it was like some surprise action happened. I was like, hold on, like it just, it was, it was very jarring because like you're moving along in the story mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it was like something happened with like a kidnapping or something and it was just like, like, I don't know, it was very jarring. I was like, wait, hold on, I got to go back. I had to, have to go back and reread. And I was like, I missed something somewhere. But like, you know, it, the story, like it was, it was, it was captivating. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also enjoyed Whipped, which is Sierra's book. Um, the mm-hmm. first book in the series, like that, that started off. So I've, um, I'm still reading that one, but I, I really like enjoyed it. Like mm-hmm. see, she got this male character that's like, I would call him like seasoned. Like, I don't know, like somebody dipped him in like some buttermilk and like seasoned chicken really I don't know that's just like that's what I'm getting from I got from this kid was like I ate like a really delicious piece of chicken or something like <laughs> so, so crazy but um I was like really starting to move along kind of enjoy that one but I don't know uh Bimani <laughs> your turn <laughs> okay um very easy for me so one of Sierra's last year's releases Soul Shaker, Shaker, sorry, I'm, Maya knows I always mispronounce everything in English. Um, just fell in love with it. And uh, I brought to Sierra saying, mm, this is wonderful. Can I be in the next season? So, Oh, that's all, that's all it took. You were just like, hey, this was nice. Let me in the next season. It's just like, same day. I've been lecturing her saying I love what you've done with this world you know old sisters and just this magazine covers and all but you know at first I was a tiny author so I didn't even dare approach her and then when I started gaining more traction you know I I reached out to her several times she 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 will tell you but no that that book I like I had read some of her books and you know, the, you you know, she's a great writer, and yeah. just just her the way she put word on page was just mm-hmm. beautiful. But this story really resonated with me. I don't know if it was because you know she had been unhappy in love, and you know, oh, there was past with her dad and everything. But yeah, Soul Shaker for me. I can see that, and honestly, I like Soul Shaker. I remember reading it, and then when I realized, I was like, oh, she really in her bag because. Salt shaker, and then after that, then I was like, they were all connected, like, ma'am, <laughs> okay, like, she was really, I really did enjoy those, those reads, like, once I figured that out, I was like, okay, I need, I need to read the rest of it, <laughs> so what advice, speaking of you contacting Sierra after reading that, like, what advice would y'all give someone who's maybe thinking about reaching out to do, like, a collaboration, or somebody who, wants to put together a type of collaboration somewhat similar to the lunchtime chronicles what advice would you give them before they even start because again it's not for the faint of heart and you you got to be in it so what advice would you give them was something maybe advice that you wish someone had given you before you got involved um well me and um imani did uh before we even got invited to do lunchtime chronicles Mm-hmm. We were in Savage Bloodline, mm-hmm. which is a, a huge anthology. Mm-hmm. Like, that was 18 you know, stories, different, same thing kind of with this, like, different voices. So, mm-hmm. that taught me that, like, it's kind of a lot of the same with this. Like, you gotta be, 
willing to do a lot of promoting. Like, I feel like sometimes maybe people are kind of shy. Like, I have a friend now who, like, she's a writer. You know, we'll go back and forth talking. She's like, you know, I'm always just so worried about... I'm like, well, how is people supposed to know about the book if you don't tell them? So I'm like, you know, you have to... You got to, like, come out of that. For me, it's kind of easy because like, this is my pen name. Like, so the things Amaya Black says aren't necessarily the things that, you know, average mother, <laughs> you know, average mother says. Like, mm-hmm. so this is, like, an identity for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say like a secret identity, but like you got to be willing to like put yourself out there and promote. Like I'm not a person who likes to do interviews. Like me showing my face, like, this is this is almost too much. Mm-hmm. But I want people to know about Dirty Mojito. I want mm-hmm. them to open the book up and have an experience. So I would say my advice is be ready to promote, and you might actually have to show your face a little bit. But yeah, uh, be open to promoting. Like promote, 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 promote. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, no one's gonna know about your 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 product or your business, however you want to frame it. But mm-hmm. no one is gonna know about your book, so be ready to promote twenty four seven. Yeah, and and there's ways to be creative if you don't want to show your face, not just for like preference. But I understand people have other jobs and they you know they worry about people finding out. Like you, you just have to be creative. And if you're a writer, you you should be able to be creative. You can't just say, oh, well, I don't want my face to be seen, and that be the end of it. Because to me. That's just, okay, you put that roadblock there and you just left it there so you don't get across the road. And that that's not a good look either. <laughs> so I'm like, right now, like I use like TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of page flip videos. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest videos now, cause like I, I've not figured, I figured out a few things with TikTok, but I've hit, I should be hitting 10K soon, but okay. I'm, I'm really good <laughs> responsive, but I had to show my face. Yeah. I had to show my face and um it was for um Sebastian so it's for I wish that it had happened sooner with Savage Bloodlines to get people to really go <laughs> and read it but mm-hmm. I'm taking all of the things that I learned from Savage Bloodline I'm buying them for like um lunchtime chronicles so yeah. that's really dope really dope all right Imani you're up <laughs> okay so in terms of collaboration mm-hmm. I think my biggest part you have to be ready to roll up your sleeves and know it's not just about a story um it's really teamwork and you know reaching out to readers um spreading the word and everything we have to do to put the group forward not just yourself as an individual author and another thing i've learned and i continue to learn is you have to be organized and you know, when you're alone, you can juggle 10,000 balls and every once in a while something will fall off and that's an easy catch. But when you have to coordinate with other people's schedules and obligations, yeah. So, so it requires, yeah, work mainly, also organization. Very true. Very true. And it's so exciting. Yeah. I love that though. And I love the fact that you both were like, okay, we did this with Savage Bloodlines. Let's go ahead and do it again with Lunchtime Chronicles. Let's take what we've learned from Savage Bloodlines. Cause to me, y'all did the blueprint. Like anybody out here who's saying that it can't be done. It's like, what about the Savage Bloodlines? <laughs> y'all were stepping on readers' necks for months. 
That and I, you know what? I was telling Sierra this too in the last podcast. I was like, I was so vexed because I know I was like 18 authors, 99 cents. What are they doing? What is this? (laughs) I couldn't figure it out. And then when the re-release came, I was like, them sisters, they were playing the long game. (laughs) I couldn't figure it out. And then after that, I was like, See, that's that's why I was like, y'all the blueprint. Y'all hit USA Today. And then seeing everybody hit USA Today, I was so happy for y'all. And I was like, listen, they coming on the podcast together. I got to give them their flowers because y'all literally, people talking about y'all in groups. Like, hold on. They wrote the blueprint. Let's let's follow this. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. yeah. I really pulled that together. Her and um, Shanae, they really like, they did that like, mm-hmm. We need y'all to do X, Y, Z. And we were like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then we woke up and somebody was like, I think we made the list. And I was like, what? Because I was waiting for the newspaper, but I didn't realize. <laughs> like, You're old school. I was like, yeah, girl. I, was like, I, told, I had already told my, I had told my partner and I had told my son. I was like, I'm going to need y'all to be ready to go at but I, mean, I was looking up the times because I'm in the Raleigh area. So I was like, when I worked at the hotel, they used to deliver the paper at like this time of night. Like I was on. Yeah. You're like, it's go time. Don't play with me. <laughs> Don't play with me. I'm going to eat y'all up because I'm going to pop champagne in the store. They don't have to kick me out because I'm going to be screaming. And they was just like, okay, mom, whatever. And then we found out online. It was still tears, but I was here. Yeah, you're laughing, but this about how she really was <laughs> I believe it I believe it because I really? would be too especially for your first time like that's pretty dope yes. yeah that was my first time mm-hmm. um no no actually it wasn't my first time I had before I joined Savage Bloodline I had joined another one but some crazy stuff can happen with the people with the girl who's running that but anyway it that, that, I was like the thing for me and I, I wound up joining Savage Bloodline and mm-hmm. it worked out it was I was where I'm supposed to be at. I'll put it like that. I big for as romantic as people can be. Like I'm a big believer in fate. Sometimes, like mm-hmm. you, you wind up being where you're supposed to be. Because I came into the the um the bloodline thing late. Like I asked Siren, I was like, "Hey, um, do you think I could join?" Like she was like, "Well, let me see. I don't know." And I was like, "Okay, well, if I can't." You know, it's okay. Inside, I'm like, please let her say I can join. I really want to do this. Like, you know, I, I have my little mob series going. So when she came back, she was like, all right, girl, you're in. Do this paperwork, blah, blah, blah. You're in. I was like, okay. So it was, I feel like it was fake. See, and that's all you had to do. If you hadn't asked, and you asked. never know. Like, wow, that listen for y'all out here listening if you don't ask <laughs> you you won't get it so you have to ask for stuff mm-hmm. wow that is really dope like that's, that's probably like the opposite of imani because she be finding anthologies everywhere it's crazy <laughs> she be like, i'm like you got another book coming out in a week <laughs> like <laughs> yes she'd be but like oh you seeker <laughs> then it'll be two days later she got another book out and I'm like where all these books coming from it'd be a lot of books so don't let her fool you she she'd be like 
I don't know what computer she got, but the key's <laughs> probably hanging on for dear life because she be getting it, okay? Like, yes. yes. Well, when you're organized, you could do that. So, and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be on that level with that organization to where you could just knock them out like that. That is dope, though. Like, seriously, I can't, be- I can't believe you came in late and you're like, please let me in. <laughs> I'm like, please let me in. Like, I want to play too. Like, let me in. I can do this. Aw, I'm so glad she got you in. That's really (laughs) dope, though. Shout out to Siren. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you both so much for joining with me today. This has been really fun, and I'm excited for not only readers to find out more about this, but for all the authors that listen to the podcast as well, because I know a lot of them probably would like to get into like a collaboration like that. And I think, honestly, if it's something that y'all want to do, if you're listening, go ahead and do it. Just go ahead and ask, at least ask, (laughs) because if you don't ask, you won't get in. So before you go, uh, please let everybody know where they can find you guys on social media so they can check out more of your work. Because again, y'all, y'all have stories and people need to read the rest of them while they wait for your next story. So Whoever would like to go first, please go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find all my books on Amazon.com under Amaya Black. And please, 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 please go check out Dirty Mojito and discover Silver and Kelton's love story. I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it. Yes. Okay, so I hang out on Facebook a whole bunch. I'm a little bit on Insta, Twitter, and I- Dipping my toe into TikTok. I'm not a Kamaya as high, but uh, I'm trying. And yeah, all my books on Amazon, most of them limited. <laughs> you know, I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Yes, I can't wait. I seriously, I can't wait to read Dada Mojito and Boston Sara. Like, they both are completely different stories. And I know they're just going to literally blow my mind because that's why people come to the Lunchtime Chronicles. So, Thank you, ladies, again, so much for joining me today. Thank you all for listening. I'm Kay McCoy, your host, and that is the end of our episode for the Story Stations this weekend. Thank you, guys. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Bye.